0: If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend,
1: trend, trend,
0: trend it out on Froggy 92.9.
1: So, a piece of Sonoma County has returned from outer space. Charles Schultz's beloved comic strip, First Beagle on the Moon, and one of his Nibs recently completed a historic 25-day space flight on a NASA spacecraft and are now safely back on planet Earth. So the artifacts were unboxed yesterday by Gene Schultz, the cartoonist's widow, and Benjamin Clark, a museum
2: curator. The items will be displayed in its current exhibition, The Pen is Mighty, the lettering of Charles M. Schultz, and it's going to run through July, so I'm definitely going to have to make a trip over to the Charles M. Schultz Museum. And this exhibit celebrates the life and work of the renowned cartoonist whose contributions to space exploration date back to the Apollo missions all the way back in the 1960s.
1: So speaking of the 1960s legendary actress and 1960s icon Raquel Welch has died at the age of 82. Her family told TMZ that Raquel died Wednesday morning after a brief illness. No other specifics surrounding her death were given. Raquel Welch rose to fame for her 1966 roles in Fantastic Voyage and One Million Years B.C. Um, In the fantasy film One Million Years B.C., she only had a few lines, but it was her presence in this doe skin bikini that launched her into immediate fame. Uh, so she took home the Golden Globes for Best motion, motion Picture Actress in a musical or comedy in 1974 for her uh, performance as Constance in The Three Musketeers. She's survived by her son, Damon, 63, and her daughter, Tawny, 61.
2: Garth Brooks dropped some exciting news during his latest Inside Studio G Facebook session. He revealed that he will be releasing a duets album with his wife, Trisha Yearwood. She's a- Garth Brooks actually accidentally made the announcement. Trisha uh, suggested they work on a duet album together. And according to Inside Studio G, there's going to be some originals and some covers as well. One fan even suggested Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive, which Garth and Trisha both admitted was a great idea. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings.
1: Really good. They're so funny. Froggy
0: 92.9. Your perfume is delightful.
2: Perfume. Whoa! Somebody's wearing a lot of perfume around here! What is that perfume you're wearing?
3: I'm not wearing perfume. I'm wearing some cologne, alright? Something stinks in here.
2: Today is perfume day. Do you know someone who wears too much cologne or too much perfume? Or have you accidentally worn too much cologne or perfume? As I think about cologne, I instantly think back to when I was in seventh grade and I discovered Axe body spray. One day, and i'll never forget this i wore so much axe body spray that i actually made myself sick at school and two other people in homeroom <laughs> homeroom
1: <laughs> um that's disgusting yeah i remember axe body spray it was such a big thing but it never really bothered me
2: yeah well i think it would bother anybody when you not only you know just make a spray on your pits but you you spray all over your body for about 15 seconds
1: yeah, I don't remember it being that bad, but maybe just everyone I was around was really conservative with it. But I remember all the the boys had it. like and, You know, they would be in their gym bags and that's what was in their medicine cabinets. That, the axe was the thing back then.
2: Yeah, and everybody when I was in junior high wore axe so much so that they actually put a temporary ban on it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. They said, we got to calm down on the axe body spray. We're putting a temporary ban on it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know if it was the marketing or it was cheap or what was going on, but it was it was the hot thing back then. Yeah,
2: I think it was a little bit of a mix of both. Amber, do you know somebody that wore too much cologne or perfume at one time?
1: Um, you know, not really hmm. i the only the only thing is when uh i walk into hotels and they're like go a little crazy with their scents that really bothers me like i was in a hotel recently in san francisco and they had definitely sprayed down the elevators and i was like <coughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> just could not it's just too much, guys. Yeah. We need to calm down on the like it's the it's the hot thing in a in hotel now. They're big on scents, apparently. And I'm just like, let's just not. I just want some clean, fresh air.
2: It's a good reminder uh, that cologne perfume and any scents like that, it's supposed to be subtle. <laughs> it's not supposed to be overbearing. Right. Molly from Santa Rosa, who do you know that wears way too much cologne?
1: So I love him dearly. It's my dad, but He refuses
3: to wear less cologne, and he piles on aftershave on top of it. And he just denies it. I said, Dad, please, just a little less of the aftershave and the cologne, please. And he says that my mom likes it, but she does not. Good morning,
0: guys. That memory foam, bamboo sheet kind of feeling.
1: Good morning. Hi, good morning.
0: Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy
1: 92.9. So yesterday I found out something... Really shocking. Um, I found out that women's underwear costs more than men's underwear because of the U.S. government. What? So, yeah, there's a tariff rate on women's underwear, and it's 15.5%, uh, while the tariff rate on men's underwear is only 11.5%. So women pay an average of 35 cents more for their underwear than men do. That makes
2: zero sense.
1: Well, you know, you would think it would be because of materials, you know, our our underwear and garments are typically more, yeah, I'll say fancy. Yeah. We, we like colorful things.
2: I'm not exactly going around in lace.
1: But that's, right. <laughs> it's fine if you wanted to.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not
1: that there's anything wrong with that. But um, <laughs> it's it's because of this tariff rate. So I decided to um, look up things that cost more. So we're going to play a game. I've called it. Which costs more? So, Tanner, I'm going to give you two items, and you have to guess which of these items costs more. All right. And these things are very surprising, just like the underwear tariff-free thing. (laughs) All right, you ready? I am ready. Okay, Tanner, so which costs more? Two sticks of Trident gum or the cost to produce a $50 bill?
2: Um, I'm going to guess the cost to produce a $50 bill.
1: Apparently, um... It's Trident it gum. Really? Yeah, so it costs 24 cents to produce two pieces of Trident gum. Uh, sorry, I'm a little gassy this morning. <laughs> um, and it only costs 12 cents to produce a $50 bill.
2: Yeah, wow. Well, I, I guess know. it's just paper, right? And some ink. And some
1: ink, I guess. I don't know. um So which costs more health care for a year or one month's rent in San Francisco? I'm going to go with one month's rent in San Francisco. You're kidding! Like I said, it's it, these are shocking answers. Okay. Healthcare is more expensive. That's not good. So average annual healthcare expenses per person is around $4,612. And the average monthly rent in San Francisco right now is $4,425. So it's pretty close. About $200.
2: Yeah, $4,425 uh, for rent. Good God. It's
1: ridiculous. Okay, so which costs more, the average price of a brand new car or one year of tuition to a private four-year college? I'm going to guess a brand new car. That is correct. Woo! You did it. Uh, a brand new car, the average new car price in 2023 is over $48,000. And the average cost of tuition and fees for the 2022-2023 school year is $39,000.
2: Yeah, I, I was purely going off of how much my college cost me. And wasn't that, high. I didn't go to a private college or anything, no. All right, here's a bonus question
1: for you. Which costs more, women's shaving cream or men's?
2: I think, based on what we talked about earlier with the underwear situation, I'm going to go with women's. Be surprised
1: by this one. I looked it up, and it's only a couple of cents, but men's is more expensive.
2: Really? It's probably all the cents in it. Mate, I don't know <laughs> They're awesome Amber and Tanner No one better Froggy 92.9 We're going to take a seat at the advice table right now I need some help Sonoma County I'm going to be the best man at my brother's wedding The wedding's happening like Two weeks before Amber's wedding And I'm planning the bachelor party for September And with the bachelor party Comes a lot of responsibility So I started the first step in the process. It's securing the Airbnb, the place to stay in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I reached out to everybody in the bachelor party on the first, and only two of the 14 people have paid the first deposit for the Airbnb.
1: Why are there so many people going to this bachelor party? That
2: is such a good question, Is Amber. he having
1: this many people in his wedding party?
2: I have no idea. I certainly hope not because that is so many people.
1: I mean, I've seen it It to eat to their own. Yeah. Uh, you can do whatever you want. It's your wedding. It's your day. But that's a lot of people, and that's a lot of uh, people to wrangle.
2: It, yeah, it's like wrangling cats. But if you're wrangling cats and trying to get money out of the situation to celebrate your brother getting married, it's a lot. And only two of the 14 people have paid, and I'm starting to have those awkward conversations hey where's the money we need to get this booked asap we got to get on this but i'm having a really hard time having those conversations because i've never had to have those conversations before
1: yeah um the people i've talked to that have planned bachelor and bachelorette parties in the past say it is probably one of the more stressful things to plan in the entire wedding process and i planned a bachelorette party last year for my friend sydney and It was a little tough getting money from people, uh, but they all eventually paid. You just have to set a deadline for them and say, you know, hey, like if you put the money on a credit card, just be like, hey, I I got my credit card payment coming up. Um, and, and I want to pay it all off, so I need you guys to go ahead and give me that money or else yeah. or, or else he can't come
2: because I'm, I'm not, not paying. Go ahead. Oh, I think I, I was going exactly where you were going, whereas I don't want to spend more money because you can't pay me, and it's not that much money. It's literally like $100 each because there are 14 people.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of it, but you're not going to pay their way into this bachelor party. You're no not, way. You're not going to pay for them for, to have a good time for for free, it's just right. not. I mean, you'll pay for your brother because that's what's required. Yeah. But You just be like, "Yo, I'm not paying for you to stay here. You pay for your own way."
2: I gotta throw down the hammer, which I'm not comfortable doing because I've. I, I just I don't like confrontation. I don't like having to deal with that. But I'll do anything for my brother, so I gotta. Have
1: you told everyone that you've already booked the place already?
2: And I haven't. What I did do is I did tell them a deadline, and that deadline was two days ago.
1: I don't. I would just be like, "Hey guys, I gotta book this place. I need the money. Otherwise, I can't do it."
2: Yeah, I like that.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a way to get money out of these men, <laughs> and they're grown men too. Your brother, your, your brother's what, my age ish?
2: Yeah. He's right around your age. So you'd think people would be more responsible and just make it happen uh, as opposed to like a, if it was a bunch of 18-year-olds. But, you know, I'm in a tough situation. But Ashley from Windsor, you were telling us off the air that you dealt with a family member that owed you money. What happened?
4: I actually do have a family member that owes us probably like 400 but they never can keep a job to pay us back. So... Um, they'll blame it on they can't keep a job. Their job fired them. Uh, their girlfriend won't let them have the money. But then they go out to eat all the time, mm. and they're spending money like it's water. And I'm like, so you can pay me like 20 dollars. Like something is better than nothing.
0: Till ten a.m. weekdays. You
4: guys just lift me every single
0: morning. Froggy ninety two point nine. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9.
1: CNN anchor Don Lemon really stuck his foot in his mouth yesterday during a discussion about former South Carolina governor uh, Nikki Haley. Now, Nikki is challenging Donald Trump for the Republican presidential nomination, and when she announced it, she said... America's not past our prime. It's just that our politicians are past theirs. Uh, but when Don was discussing Nikki's comments with his two female co-hosts yesterday, uh, he had this to say:
5: "She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry, when a woman is considered to be in her prime in her twenties and thirties and maybe forties. What do that's you not you talking? Wait, I, that's not according to me. Prime for what?" Uh, it depends I mean, it's just like prime if you look it up it'll say, if you look, if you google when is a woman in her prime it'll say 20s 30s and 40s i don't necessarily so
1: oh, i got i'm not saying decade. i agree
5: with that so i think she has to be careful <laughs> about saying that you know politicians aren't in their I think prime We need in the to 80s. qualify
1: are you talking about prime for like I mean, childbearing or are you talking shoot about the prime for being say president what the
5: facts are google it everybody at home <laughs> when is a woman in her prime it says 20s 30s and 40s and i'm just saying nikki haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime according to Google know, Google, or whatever it is
1: <laughs> Google or whatever it is so again the comment that uh, really struck debate was when a woman is considered to be in her prime is in her 20s 30s and 40s and well Nikki called Don out of course as she should have and she called the comment sexist well Don apologized as he should have um, and he called his comments an artful and irrelevant Well, I just want to say a woman's age doesn't define her either personally or professionally at all. And it doesn't matter what side of the politics you're on. There are a lot of capable women on this earth. And I don't think I'll truly ever feel wisdom, confidence, um, just up to par with my intelligence until I'm well into like my 40s and 50s. When I finally have life experience, I I do have life experience as a 30-year-old, but... I just I don't feel in my 30s that I deserve the right to say I'm in my prime that I've learned the things I need to learn and it's because when I look back at things I did just like two three four years ago I, I cringe and I and I think I've learned so much and I, I've become such a different woman a different human being that I, I just there's no way I could say I'm in my prime in my 30s uh, which is why, people who are in politics are, are older they've they've garnered their life experience and you know personally I can't wait to be in my 50s it's going to be great I'm going to be so great I'm going to be so wise I'm going to know all the things but um, Don Lemon also said in his apology I have countless women in my life who prove every day that they're in their prime but do you think Don's comments about women not being in their prime in their 50s were a little bizarre uh, wrong or do you think he was correct let us know
0: Got something to say? Call me. Up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1 Hop. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9.
5: You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man.
2: Forty-one percent of people say doing this helps them fall asleep faster. What is it? Here's a clue,
1: it's nothing to do with melatonin.
2: Another clue, warm.
1: Here's your final clue. Here's your final clue. It is not a drink. Lisa from Motor Park, what's your guess for today's mindbender? Taking a hot shower. A hot shower? is absolutely correct. Congratulations to you. Yay. So Lisa, you get to go to the Cloverdale Citrus Fair, thanks to which morning show? Amber and And So in case you didn't know, Dolly Parton is very close with her goddaughter, Miley Cyrus. But Dolly Parton recently revealed that she will not eat anything that Miley Cyrus cooks. (laughs) She says, because it have no taste. Uh, she said they used to cook together, but that changed a lot when Miley became a vegan.
2: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't eat a lot of vegan foods either. I don't <laughs> blame Dolly. I uh,
1: I mean, you've had vegan food before. Clearly, what what is it? It's just bland? doesn't yeah, have a lot of
2: butter, just, I guess? It's the texture of it. Everything that's vegan <laughs> that I've had, and I mean, no disrespect to anybody that is vegan. <coughs> Excuse me. It's that it's mushy. Like Because tofu or... uh, I've had vegan burgers and it's just a weird consistency. So I'm not into it personally.
1: (laughs) Um, But I, I do feel bad for Miley because I feel like this is the case with my fiance Cole and I. He... He will eat things I cook, but he always covers it in hot sauce. He says it's not spicy enough. He's like, you didn't use enough red pepper flakes. You didn't blah, blah, blah. And you just like, we'll dump hot sauce. But I think he puts too much salt in things. I think he puts too much spice in things. You know, I mean, we're all different. Right. I just, I want to taste the food. I don't want to like burn... (laughs) to death
2: yeah taste the food not feel the food
1: (laughs) Uh, so tanner is there something you cook that maybe your girlfriend Cammy won't eat or i mean what about Cammy's cooking is it any good do you eat things she cooks
2: whenever we eat rice in our household i have to make it because i don't know what she does but every time she makes it it turns into like a tapioca pudding consistency
1: Uh, oh clumps together (laughs)
2: yeah and so typically when it comes to rice i jump behind the oven and and the stove and make that happen
1: you know it's it's funny because cole can't cook rice either
2: i don't know what it is it's uh, not can. that complicated I, to me
1: i can he can't he's <laughs> like what did you do and i'm like i don't know i just cooked it yeah but it's the same for him
2: i just put the water above the rice to my index finger that first line <laughs> and that'll do it every single time you gotta cook it like not all the way on 10 but probably about 8 Oh, gosh. Uh, well,
1: Dolly said even though she and Miley don't cook together anymore, she's still really excited for her goddaughter to try her new line of Duncan Hines treats. And uh, we are too. Here we go.
3: Isn't this a brand new-
0: Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner
4: on Froggy 92.9. Amber
0: and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9.
2: Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Lisa and give her a proposition that's a little weird. Hello? Hi there, my name is Barry Martindale and I'm calling on behalf of the City of Sonoma.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. I can you just take me off the list. Oh, I I, the, I was expecting another call. I shouldn't have even picked up. But thank you so much. Have a great day.
2: We just need a minute of your time regarding your home. Now, this isn't uh, I'm calling directly because this is actually an emergency. Um, okay. What well, what is it? Your zip code is right? Yes. Well, in your zip code there's been a massive cockroach infestation, and we estimate there are at least 50 cockroaches in your home.
4: Oh, um I I guess we're just one of the lucky ones. So
2: you might not be able to see them right now, but I want to assure you that they are coming and they're going to take over your residence. And we actually wanted to provide an opportunity for you. So we've actually partnered with UC Berkeley to do a study. And so I want to ask you to allow the cockroaches to live in your home for investigative purposes to see how quickly they're going to reproduce.
4: Why would I want to do that? Can't you just investigate the other houses or you need more for the study. I I we, just don't think we can do that. I mean I'm I have a dog. We can't just leave. I'm so sorry.
2: We think we can get about four hundred cockroaches in your home next month. Oh I mean, isn't God. that kind of exciting?
4: Oh, I can't even think about it. That's so creepy. I just but and where would I go? I you mean you guys would pay for us to be in a hotel or something? I just
2: no. wouldn't you would have to live in the home, and we can offer you a $250 oh. gift card to Chili's if you participate.
4: Oh my, just a $250 gift card, and then you guys would get rid of all the roaches?
2: Or you could pay an exterminator to handle it, but I'm just going to warn you, that's about $700. Oh
4: my God. <laughs> no, 250 I mean, I can't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to even entertain that.
2: You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Why would you prank me? I don't even know you. Listen to Amber
0: and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Frogging 92.9.
1: So, in case you missed wine About It earlier in the show, uh, we were talking about CNN anchor Don Lemon. He really stuck his foot in his mouth yesterday. Um, he was having a discussion with his two female co hosts about former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. So, Nikki is actually challenging Donald Trump for the Republican presidential nomination. And when she announced it, she said something like, No, America's not past our prime. It's that our politicians are past theirs. And then John Lemon was discussing all of this with his co-host and said this.
5: She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's not acu- wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends I mean, it's just like prime if you look it up it'll say, if you look if you google when is a woman in her prime it'll say 20s 30s and 40s i don't necessarily So oh, i got
1: another thing i agree with that so tanner nikki is 51 she's running for you know office right now uh and don said she's not in her prime
2: <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> i mean as someone who's also a broadcaster Think before you speak, Don. <laughs> I mean,
1: and we don't. <laughs> or, ma, not ma, not many times do we think. Yeah,
2: Or at least have the common sense not to say something stupid <sighs> like that. I mean, honestly, uh, it's honestly. not up to, uh, to Don. It's not up to anybody to judge who is in their prime, who is not in their prime. People's prime has nothing to do with appearance. It's about their mental <laughs> state.
1: Well... I'm in my 30s I certainly didn't think I was in my prime In my 20s I was a mess You just can't say Someone's in their prime In their 20s
2: Yeah I'm not That's ridiculous I know for a fact I'm not in my prime
1: (laughs) No offense Tanner I I kind of forget You're in your 20s (laughs) Sometimes
2: I don't think I'll be in my prime For like another 20 years At least I know
1: And that's kind of What I was saying On about it. Like I can't wait To be 51 I can't wait To be in Nikki's shoes Where I've had The life experience To say I know the things I can do the things now Yeah you know? Uh, but we want to hear from you. What do you think about all this? Right now, we're getting a call from Missy from Santa Rosa. About Haley
2: saying other presidents weren't in their prime. I just really think she was being in a younger age, not really
1: necessarily in a number factor. I don't think women really have a prime, nor do men. Okay. I'm in and I feel like I'm doing better now than
2: I was in my 20s or 30s. It was a statement, kind of a biased statement on both ends. Oh, yeah.
1: I see what you're saying. I
2: think maybe he was just relying on Google to say what a woman was in prime. I don't know if we can Google what a man is in their prime, because I don't really think there should actually be a number.
1: Crystal, told Santa Rosa. You know what? I think you're right as far as every person and every woman is different. I mean, like you said, like a woman in her 50s could feel so much better than in her 20s and 30s. You know, we could pass our prime time and not even know it. Like, all of a sudden, we could be like 40 and diagnosed with something, never realizing we were in our prime in our 30s. So it's like you can't... You can't. There's 70-year-old women who are doing weightlifting who feel like they're in their prime. They never imagined that's what they would be doing, but lo and behold, that's what they're doing in their 70s.
4: So I just think it's stupid because age age doesn't have anything to do with
1: mental capacity, ability. I mean, we change so much throughout our life and our experiences that I don't think it can just said like, oh, you're in your prime when you're 30 or 40. No, it's just different for everyone. Here we
0: go! this a brand new day. Wake up! Sonoma County wakes up
2: with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Have you ever acted like you were asleep to avoid something? Kane Brown told CMT that sometimes he fakes being asleep so he doesn't have to deal with his kids early in the morning. So thank God I get to wake up by your side. Kane said, sometimes they'll be up at like five in the morning making noise. I'll admit there have been times where I pretend to still be asleep to see if my wife will go take care of them. She gets me back, though, if I'm not up by 830. She'll turn the kids loose on me. Nothing wakes you up more than having a child jumping up and down on your stomach. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a cold jumps up and down on my stomach sometimes. And I'm like, get away from me. Why are you trying to sleep. It is
2: two in the morning, Cole. <laughs> and honestly, <clears throat> I kind of see where Kane Brown is coming from. You know, I don't have kids, but sometimes I will use napping as an excuse to not answer calls from my loved ones and my friends. And I always <laughs> use the excuse, oh, you know, morning show hours. Yeah. The show starts at five. Sorry. And sometimes I just don't want to talk. Is that messed up?
1: Are you fake napping? So you're not actually napping.
2: No. <laughs> I'll just be hanging out watching Ted Lasso on TV.
1: You know, I think, it, I don't think it's messed up if you just don't have the mental capacity every day to, you know, talk to people and give your full attention and give your full self to them. It's okay to not answer the phone.
2: Yeah. You know, that's my thoughts. That's a great point because I did talk to my brother <laughs> on the phone. I did answer his call and I was busy doing something. I was not being attentive, I was not paying attention. And I yeah. go, and at one point I just went, wait, what were you talking about? <laughs> It's for your mental health Yeah (laughs) Amber have you ever acted Like you were asleep To avoid something Yeah all the time
1: (laughs) When I don't want to Get up in the morning To take Remy out uh, I I pretend I'm asleep I go I'm asleep (laughs) Then I just lay there But he knows I'm awake I don't know how he knows um, and Cole's like, you can't open your eyes or move around because he'll know.
2: Yeah. I'm just like,
1: no. He knows. Like, I'll I'll be in the early stages of waking up. Won't move. Won't open my eyes. And Remy knows I'm awake.
2: Yeah. He just he like, has a sense.
1: He crawls up on the bed like yeah. this. He like does, does a little army crawl. He's like, hello. <laughs> Are you up? You're awake. Now, Let's play.
2: <laughs> now that I think about it, I do this a lot. <laughs> Like uh, my girlfriend wanted to go to Target the other day, and I just acted like I was sleeping. She's like, "You ready to go?" And I was just in bed with my eyes closed. And then when she left the room, I just like rolled over and started being on my phone.
3: Yeah. <laughs> this curtain
0: with Amber and Tanner. Good
3: morning. Today's
0: country, Froggy ninety
3: two point nine.
2: You're ready Raids compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Let's do it. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Paul, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Sounds good. Paul, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half-a-point bonus? <laughs> sure.
5: Roses are red. Roses uh, are blue. Sorry, Amber. I'm going to have to beat you.
1: Oh, my god. Oh! He's been waiting to say that one. He's been waiting to do that one. He's totally doing
2: <laughs> Paul... Amber's running out of the studio as we speak. Her record's 572 wins and 50 losses. Amber did lose yesterday. Here's question number one. Ryan Seacrest is leaving live with Kelly and Ryan, who famously co-hosted the show with Kelly Ripa from 2001 to 2011. Michael Strahan. That is incorrect. Question two. Brantley Gilbert says he wants punching jerks in the face to make a comeback. Brantley's on tour with Nickelback. Finish the lyric. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me? Uh, Sneeze. Incorrect, I do like that though, Paul. Question three, John Wick 4 will hit theaters on March 24th. Which A-list actor plays John Wick? Uh, The Rock. That is incorrect. Mm. Question four, Luke Bryan says that he and his wife are too old to celebrate Valentine's Day. True or false, Luke has his wife's initials tattooed on his rear end. Uh, True. Correct. Question five, how many legs does a spider have? Eight. Correct, I'm gonna bring Amber back in. Nice. Including his half a point bonus, Paul from Sebastopol got two and a half out of five today.
1: He spent too much time on his poem and not enough time uh, (laughs) (laughs) studying up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amber, here's question one. Ryan Seacrest is leaving live with Kelly and Ryan. Who famously co-hosted the show with Kelly Ripa from 2001 to 2011? Regis. That is correct. Paul from Sebastopol. Got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question two. Brantley Gilbert says he wants punching jerks in the face to make a comeback. It's a direct quote. Brentley's on tour (laughs) with Nickelback. Finish the Nickelback lyric. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. That is correct. Paul from Sebastopol. Got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zip. Question three. John Wick 4 will hit theaters on March 24th. Which A-list actor plays John Wick? Keanu Reeves. Correct, Paul from Sebastopol got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to zero. Question four, Luke Bryan says that he and his wife are too old to celebrate Valentine's Day. True or false, Luke has his wife's initials tattooed on his rear end. True. That is correct, Paul from Sebastopol also got that correct. Amber, you're up four to one. And question number five for the clean sweep, how many legs does a spider have? Eight. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Paul from Sebastopol's two and a half out of five. Paul, so sorry you lost the Amber showdown and you got to say the phrase.
1: Uh
0: very good Amber,
2: sorry. I'm not smarter than Amber.
1: Did you at least get the spider question right?
2: He did. I did. <laughs> Roses are red. And the tattoo. Roses are and red, violets are blue, Paul so sorry Amber beat you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh well, even though I beat you today, Paul, we're still giving you those tickets to see Jason L Dean at the Shoreline Amphitheater in September.
2: Oh, uh, that's awesome. Thank you. Whoa. Paul from Sebastopol, you're going to see Jason Aldean. Thanks to Which Morning Show? Amber and Tanner in the morning.
3: united 92.9. And it's a great day to be alive.
1: Tanner and I get to do this. We're so lucky. Every single Friday, <laughs> uh, we want to air out our grievances for the week and get baptized or washing our hands uh, and get ready for the weekend to the sweet sounds of Mr. Travis Trent And it's
3: a great day
2: Tanner, please kick us off. Air out your grievances from the week. All right, I'm pretty bothered about this one. I got a cold this week, and my head feels like it's about to explode. And
3: it's a great day to be alive. Do
2: you go outside with wet hair? some like that you got pneumonia you know we were in a meeting yesterday and someone in the office said sorry guys i got a cold i'm going to hang out in the corner and i'm like you're the one that gave it to me didn't you <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh well for some reason i have woken up late every single day this week
3: and it's a great day to be alive
1: every single day <laughs>
2: You just wake up panicked every single morning? Every morning. (laughs) So I'm planning my brother's bachelor party right now, and nearly nobody has paid me for the expenses of the trip.
3: And it's a great day to be alive.
1: Well, along with um, waking up late every single day this week, I I really just have not had it together at all this week, and I, I have not cooked a single meal this week. And
3: it's a great day.
1: Cole and I have straight up been bare bones in it, like making salads and eating canned soup this week. It's been bad.
2: Yeah. You're (laughs) you're like, hey, honey, what do you want for dinner? Well, I guess we have a can of corn.
1: We can eat air.
2: (laughs) Uh, I found out my girlfriend had all of our Tupperware in her car, and it was all rotten, which means we got to replace all of it.
3: And it's a great
2: I saw and I went, Cameron,
1: Cameron, Ooh. Cameron, are you kidding me? I found some interesting stuff in your car before, so don't you
2: dare to Cammy. <laughs> I'm judging.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I found a plate with like some jelly on it in your car once.
2: Sometimes you got to have a PB&J on the That's go. so random. And I ran out of uh, paper towels. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> um, Cole's mom's coming into town next week. She'll literally be here on Wednesday, and I have not started cleaning the apartment, and I'm panicking a little bit.
3: And it's a great day. She's worth It's gonna be a good day.
0: With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some
3: good friends. They only good time when they're
0: awesome. Today's Country. Froggy 92.9. <laughs>